Hey everybody, it's Jerry at the Fledge, and welcome to season two, episode one of Every Damn Day. It's January 1st, 2022, and our objective here is to do a show every single day of 2022, and show one will be number one on the Julian date, show two, number two, and so on and so forth. So uh, welcome to the show, and I'm I'm uh, purposely not telling you who my guest is yet, and we will get to them in a second, uh, but I want to go over a couple of things, and I think uh, first is Happy New Year. Uh, I hope that everybody, you know, gets what they need out of this kind of date change and this reset or however you look at it, and I hope you have a great uh, day today celebrating or doing whatever you're going to do, relaxing, and I hope you're coming out strong uh, for 2022 because I think it is going to be uh, a tough year. It's not going to be, you know, I think I think it's going to be tougher than 20 and 2021, and uh, but I think we're ready for it, and I think the opportunities that are going to present themselves to us are going to be exciting and continue to make us all resilient and really re-examine what our society should look like and what we should be doing to take care of each other and all of that. So um, enough of that for, for a second. I think that 2021 was an incredible year. It was tough. It was hard on people. We lost a lot of people to COVID and to suicide and sub substance use disorder or overdoses. Um, obviously, we have a gun violence problem here in Lansing, Michigan where we've lost a lot of community members and a lot of friends and we've got a, a lot of problems, I guess, to solve and get over that, you know, kind of exemplified in 2021. But uh, I also think there were a lot of good things that happened in that we are building a stronger community. We are coming together better. We are dismantling and shattering some of these systems that have been oppressive. And I do see a better community, a better society coming together and we get stronger every day. And I, I hope that um, you all are feeling that too. So um, one of the things in the last every damn day, we went into it, you know, I, I woke up one day and started the podcast and did it for 365 days in a row, which was kind of my goal. But we also had, you know, an, a hypothesis of a couple of things. And on, on one side, it was that every damn day was very important to us because it represented the struggle that some people feel or a lot of people feel. You cannot take a break from poverty. You don't get Saturday and Sunday off from poverty. You don't get Christmas off from poverty or oppression or being unhoused or having a substance use disorder or whatever it is, you know, losing a child or whatever you might be suffering from, you don't sometimes, you, you, you often don't get a break from that. So every damn day was important. And it was important to me to keep that commitment and to be there um, as best I could representing people that were struggling. And then we had two hypotheses that I think were really important. And one was that everybody no matter who they are and what they do, has a story that the rest of us can learn from. And 
I think we proved that hypothesis true. I, I can't think of a show that wasn't interesting, that wasn't um, some, had some gem in it that even I took away and learned from, even if I had known the guest my whole life, like my mother, for example. And um, so that certainly per proved true. And then the other thing was by getting these stories out there and introducing people to other people, you know, that connection would matter. Connection is king. Connection is the opposite of everything bad. It's the opposite of addiction and being unhoused and being unemployed and being in a violent relationship or being, uh, you know, depressed or have mental illness, uh, um, a, a mental illness journey. So, that certainly proved itself true. I, I think there were partnerships formed, there were alliances formed, there was money raised. Uh, I think we saw a lot of friendships be made in every damn day. And I'm, I'm really proud of that. And, you know, I'm even, you know, I didn't consider myself a podcaster. I, I considered myself, and I still do consider myself a hack in that I just woke up one day and started doing it. But even in the top of the town, we took second place. Uh, you know, there's this strategy or this uh, quote from Talladega Nights. If you're not first, you're last. And, um, you know, I kind of feel that way sometimes. But also, I'm pretty proud that every damn day did take second place there. And I'm also very grateful of the community for um, voting for us and all of that. So uh, starting to get that out of the way and, you know, it, it impacted me to do that every damn day. It restored a certain discipline in me. It restored, um, I don't know, it, it made me feel more confident that I could do things that I set out to do, even with everything else happening around us. And so it also changed me in a couple other ways. And that's, uh, you know, uh, few weeks ago, I started 3D printing every damn day. So every day I do a 3D print. I'm trying to print a dog right now just for the heck of it. And I'm starting to write software every day and I'm starting to produce media, whether it's uh, audio files. I want to produce a beat at some point and starting to edit uh, video and whatnot. So I'm working on the intro. You just saw it. It's got a little bit of Jeremy Hurt in it. So we had continuity from last year and then photos of some of the guests from last year. So um, starting to put that together and figure out that intro a little bit more. And I hope that you see the evolution of the intro, my skill set and all of that, because, you know, it's never too late to learn something. And lifelong learning is so important to what we're trying to do and how we're trying to be resilient that uh, I want to be a good example of that. And going into 2022, I also think that um, we're super strong. We had some just wonderful funding from the Sunrise Grant uh, that was uh, sponsored by Ingham County, but administered by LEAP. Uh, that's really helping us catch up with some of our bills and the lack of money has been a barrier to entry of the fledge because we don't have the capacity. Uh, we, we grew by 20 times during the pandemic. And so the number of entrepreneurs that we meet every day, the number of people in need that we meet every day has really put us at 
you know, some of the limits, but the Fledge Foundation and our executive director, Shannon Norris, my wife, um, has just been killing it with grants and donations. And on the other side of that, though, really delivering uh, on food security and clothing and connecting people with resources for housing and substance use and harm reduction and all of that. So shout out to Shannon and everything that the Fledge Foundation is doing. Uh, I think it's it's just, it's a great needed piece of the Fledge overall scaffolding or architecture. So thank you, Shannon. Um, I also, you know, as we, we have these, uh, I guess, spurts of growth during the pandemic, we have to react to that. We have to make sure that we're satisfying the need that's out there. So we're going to see, you know, more capacity within the foundation. It's already set up and new programs are starting to be sponsored by people. So I want to introduce some of those new programs. So the first one is Sunshine. We've had an accelerator program for, I think, maybe about four or five months now and we're adding an incubator program so if you have just an idea you don't quite know how to go about it you can go to the fledge website or the fledge facebook page find the link for entrepreneurial support fill that out everything that we offer to you is free and we will help you get started on your on your entrepreneurial journey and eventually uh, graduate into the accelerator. Of course, we're going to do 99 problems, but a pitch ain't one. But if you saw last year's kind of grand finale, we had a sponsor, the Lansing or the Capital Area Libertarian Party, threw in a couple thousand dollars more for five episodes. And we were really uh, able to boost the prize amounts. We got more entrepreneurs, more viewers. So we will be looking for sponsors to help us boost 99 problems, but a pitch ain't one so that we can award more money to the entrepreneurs and get them further down their path. And shout out to uh, Michael Lynn, the village, Erica Lynn, the advocates and America 20 to life. Uh, the advocates won the grand finale of 99 problems, but a pitch ain't won and walked away with about $1,200. Uh, every damn day, of course, is going to be an important integral part of 2022. And so you will be seeing an episode every single day and we will be starting to go out into the audio platforms as well. So today's show will be published somewhere. I just got to figure that out a little bit more. Um, and then we've got our entrepreneurial support. So the form I'm talking about filling out and getting moving towards the Sunshine Incubator is one thing. One-on-one -on -one consulting with uh, myself and other mentors that know a lot about how to get a startup going. And then are also a youth uh, STEM program that we are focusing on Lansing Eastern, Lansing Everett, uh, Lansing Sexton, Gardner and Dwight Rich students. So any student seventh through 12th grade that wants to start a business, there is a, let me see if I can get this right. Uh, QR code there. You can probably scan it if you pause the video and it will take you to that form and fill that out because we are looking for candidates for uh, youth entrepreneurial. We've got a 10 week program that we'd like to run you through and should probably give a shout out to our sponsor Emergent um, who gave the grant and the money to be able to 
have the prize money and stuff like that. So uh, shout out to that program. Also with that program, we have a mentor form that we'll be publishing today. We need more mentors for kids. Remember that connection thing. Everything we're trying to do has to have a connection with it um, because the, the tighter we get, the stronger we get, the more we can help each other and so on and so forth. Uh, we've got a vocational program that we're trying to help out Hickey Labs at MSU. They would like to do a lab tech uh, vocational training that starts in January. And this is for anybody who has a felony on their record. So if you've got a felony on your record, you know somebody who does and you would like to uh, or they would like to get involved in a lab technician career path. Some of these jobs, well, these jobs start out at about forty-two dollars to $45,000 per year. Uh, starting on Tuesday, so in three days from now, we have Tech Tuesdays, which is going to be an extension of our coding club. So we're bringing in 3D printers, Arduinos, Raspberry Pis, cameras, uh, um, coding, all of that mixed into one type of club. So Tech Tuesdays, we're going to be here just messing with all kinds of technology, doing project-based learning, project-based innovation, and moving the needle forward in the skill sets and the competencies that our community has. Um, and then last but not least, we continue to work on our crypto ecosystem. So every Thursday from noon to two, we do training and um, education about crypto. We try to get you involved in the Fledge crypto ecosystem with Fledge coin, the Fledge NFTs, especially Fledge flies. You might have seen a couple um, during the intro and just trying to get our crowd, our people, our community involved in this space. We do see it as the next economy, the next monetary system. And right now it is biased and being built by, uh, I would say, more well-to-do white people, white males in particular. And again, this these economic systems, these financial systems are leaving uh, a huge gap in our community and defining who the new underserved are. And guess what? The underserved and under underrepresented are the same in the next financial system as they are right now. So people of color, uh, females, uh, LBGTQIA plus community, people with disabilities, vets, um, don't let us get left behind come and get involved now. We're not trying to sell you something. We're not trying to get your money into something that you're not comfortable with. We're not even trying to tell you how to invest, but what we're trying to do is get you to participate in this new ecosystem. And you can do that for free here at the Fledge. So come out and check that out and uh, we'll go from there. And then just a quick thing about season two before my next guest comes up to the stage. Um, that's your cue to come up to the stage. Uh, there is, with every damn day, there's a couple of, uh, I guess, new goals that I have. And, you know, we were very focused. I was freaking out at quarter two, the show, you know, some days looking for a guest. 
I'm not going to do that this year. Um, if I have to play a rerun, I'm playing a rerun. Um, it was very stressful to coordinate all of the guests. And I don't think that that was the huge benefit or the huge thing that everybody loved. The feedback I, back I got was I got to learn a lot more about people in our community and the feedback that was that those people in our community did a lot more than what I expected they them to do. So I think the 365 groups that represented season one, you gave us a great base. You gave us a great start. And I love you all for participating. And this year we're going to relax a little bit more, but come participate. I'm looking for guests up and down. We can pre-record. We can be live. Uh, we can do whatever we have to do. So I'm going to switch cameras real quick and ask my special guest who I'm going to call the Omega and the Alpha, Mr. CISO. How you doing today? Um, so happy new, year. happy new year to you too. Uh, so why the, uh, why the Omega and the Alpha? If you remember, CISO was our last guest. So he is uh, the first guest to go twice in a row. Uh, yeah, so we, we ended with CISO and we will start with CISO. So what's going on, man? Uh, we're celebrating the new year. Oh, yeah, we got to have our toast, right? It's right. You you should do the toast because you're the guest of honor. Is that how that works, or should I toast you? I think uh, you should do the I'll toast. toast it. I'll toast it uh, to to the beginning of another 365 days of consistency and progression. The same leap year, is it? No. Oh, okay. Well, to that. Cheers. Cheers. Uh, make your mark. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. And Happy New Year to all of you out there. Um, so let's jump into this. Sure. Uh, let's start a little bit with who you are, what your business is. I'm not going to go into where you were born and sure. all that stuff. I got data on that. Well, you but... know, Nancy raised me, so obviously. <laughs> uh, my name is CISO. I would say my business is Land Art Bus. Some people say Land Art Biz. That's an acronym for three words that mean a lot to me, Lansing, art, and business. Um, and right now, I think kind of like you were, I was listening to your intro, and you're talking about basically looking at the past year, which I do want to take a moment to congratulate you for, man. Doing anything every day in a row, that's not, that's not, it's simple, but that's not necessarily easy to do. And it takes a lot of consistency to pull through on that and to keep your word to yourself as well as the people so congrats on that um which is why i wanted to be the last episode right you made it all the way so i got to like you know be the finish line and then it's nice to be here as you start your next round of 365 so as you're reviewing all the stuff that you did last year that's kind of where i'm at with my mm -hmm. business looking at what we did looking at our accomplishments looking at the, the areas where we can do better this year uh, but then also taking a good look at the things that we did well and how we how do I uh, capitalize on that and reproduce it? Yeah. And uh, you got some big plans coming up for this year. And I'm I'm lucky to be part of some of them sure. with what we're working on. We, and we can say it, right? We'll just say what we're trying to do with the Lansing Promise right. and entrepreneurial programs, right. what you're doing to help, uh, what you want to call her on the show? Uh, Miss Norris? I call her mom. 
Yeah. What you're doing to help Ma with yeah. this program yeah. and what we, you know, what we're going to be able to do. I'm super excited about yeah. uh, the superintendent of the schools. I've been talking to him the last few days. I haven't been able to catch you up yet, uh, but uh, I think we're going to see a stronger relationship with the Lansing School District, which is super important. And you bring that uh, to us in a lot of ways. I'm and you know that I like the students, you know that this programming is not only programming that I was part of growing up, so it's really important to me to help make it available to people, but you and Ma do what you do well, uh, so to be wrapped up in the, in the, in the ranks of that, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, any excuse to work with the kids, especially as school is kind of, it's different right now. I yeah. wanted to say difficult, but school is just really different, and ultimately uh, how we consider learning what's really got to be, be yeah i think so too do you do you also think uh what we what we try to learn needs to change a little bit well i think that we can take some emphasis on certain things that are deemed very important to learn and i think that we can put more emphasis on some things right now that are not uh as a much of a priority to force yeah. people to learn. I think, you know, in a nutshell, just entrepreneurship or thinking entrepreneurially, the principle of entrepreneurialism, for example, doesn't relate strictly to a business owner. You know, yeah. many different kinds of people can benefit from knowing how to think that way if they're taught how to think that way. Right. right? See, I think that, you know, what I love about what you just said and what I love about you, and I've loved you for a long time. Yeah. Um, to this day. Yes, to this day, <laughs> still, every damn day, yes. um, is that these, the way that you say it presents opportunity. But when we take away art classes and music programs and entrepreneurialism, and we, we just get to the reading, writing, arithmetic, sure. trying to get to this, whatever state mandate it is, and we were forgetting about the kids and their happiness, their prosperity, their ability to see real opportunity. And putting these things back into the schools is, I think, a diversity of choice, which is going to give a diversity of option, which is then going to show, you know, that our, our kids that do live in poverty, our kids that are, um, BIPOC and facing racism and systemic oppression and all of that, uh, there is real believable opportunity that somebody who looks like them can go out and do. Uh, one of the things you said is diversity of opportunity. Uh, but that instantly made me think of diversity of opportunity then leads to a diversity of outcome, right? Uh, right. And so these swaths of people that you're talking about now from the opportunity have a chance to have an outcome different from what has been deemed an average or typical outcome right. for that area and to the credit what you were saying after seeing someone like you or feeling represented when shown new opportunity helps solidify the likelihood of a diverse outcome because you have someone like you showing you something new that makes a new possibility available to you in your mind. Right. 
Love it. So uh, how do you how do you identify? And I mean, in in some words, I'm going to give you examples of. Do you identify as an entrepreneur? Are you an advocate? Are you an activist? Or what words do you have for me that I could add to that list? And I don't even know why I'm asking it, but. I think it's a good question because what you're asking is how a person sees themselves. And that's important. I think the words that I would use to describe myself, uh, they were, they're in my language because they're conversations to myself, but I'm, uh, what do I identify as? I mean, I identify as an uncle, man. I identify as like, as like an OG. I identify as like uh, a lab instructor, but those types of people, I guess the common denominator is, you know, they're just looking out. You know, I think that's more than one word, but that's the best way that I could explain how I identify myself or my positioning in my mind. You know, what do you, what do you think when you hear that? I don't know. Well, I love it because, you know, I hadn't considered, we say uncle around here a little bit, right? Right. right. And, you know, I, I like to say to parents sometimes, we're going to be an uncle which means if they swear a little bit, we're not going to say that goes against the code of conduct. Right. You know, we're going to probably yeah. swear a little bit with them. We just have more bandwidth and, for that kind of stuff. And uh, so I really love, I'm definitely adding that. A lab instructor, you know, we talk about, you know, the, the whole entrepreneurial journey is a series of experiments testing a series of hypotheses that, um, yeah, Lab instructor right. is a perfect one to add. And then, of course, you're an OG. You know. You're a young OG. I was going to say, we, we maturate and into it, but, you know, every damn day we get a little more OG. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so how how does, uh, you know, what, what do you see as the big problems in our community and some of the causes? And then what are some of the things that you feel like you're doing about that? What are the problems? What are the causes? And what am I doing? I think I'll, I'll skip to the second, which is the causes. I think a lot of the problems that I, I tend to identify somehow have some emotional reasoning at the end of it, right? So, um, so we'll take a uh, the way that I've been thinking about gun violence locally lately, for example, because that's a problem. I think, long story short, I don't know what the solution to that would be, but I do think that the solution to that is it's going to be an emotional one. I think that the topic of gun violence, it's easy to look at the guns, and then it's easy to look at the individuals who are caught up in the activity but going to the science and the hypotheses, we ask, well, also why is that happening? Which would lead us to a subset of answers like, how is this person thinking? How is this person feeling? And then it gets us to like, why? What's setting that up? And at the end of it, there's gun violence. But really, if we go all the way down to it, I believe that there's some sort of subset of emotional influences that I can do over a long period of time that will take away the gun violence. But it's not like a law about gun violence. It's not stricter detention. It's it's like not that stuff. So that's why I said 
I don't know what the problem is, but the type of problems I tend to identify usually have a common type of solution, which is that the best way I can explain it right now is like emotional. Does that make sense? It makes a lot of sense. And I love what you just said. And it, you know, it changes my brain to hear you talk in the way. I love that you said that you have these conversations with yourselves right. and that you're sharing a little bit with sure, us sure. because, you know, we always say the, the more diversity we have, the right. bigger our brain is. Right. right. So my brain, our collective brain got a little, got a little bit bigger. And I, I hope that, you know, I'm really excited about what you said because it's changing a few of the ways I'm thinking about it. And I'm really wanting to engage okay. more with you on that subject because i do believe that each and every one of us when we say gun violence right now we all have to take some sort of ownership for that and you can you can say that's responsibility we're all doing something to adding a little thing to the pile that makes it worse right but we can all which means we can all do the opposite of that and you know i say the simplest thing you can do today is smile at somebody you're afraid of. Because I think that, you know, we walk around, we're not making connection, we're not looking in each other's eyes, and we don't know each other because of it. And if we can just start there, then maybe the next thing can happen. And then there's so many people doing good work right now. You know, I mentioned Michael and I'll continue to mention Michael. I love what the village is doing. I love what the advocates is doing. And I love how America 20 to life is shining a light and agitating at some point because we need that agitation. And so, um, you know, I look at them. Shout out to them for a lot of the work that we're doing. Sorry to interrupt, but I just want to make sure I get in the conversation too. And like, yeah, I don't, um, I can't, I don't know all the details of the programming, right? But for the little that I know about the village, Michael and, uh, and the programming that they do with the impact of making in the younger demographic of schools, I don't think, I think that there are a few people looking to resolve the situation in the way and the urgency that they have. Yeah. And I look forward to like learning more and then figuring out what I can learn from them about how to address this issue. Yeah, I, I like the words that you use there, the because they're, they're right in the middle of it. And there's this immediate need to resolve and de-escalate and to give a different way of looking at conflict. Because you and I need to be conflicted, right? Sure, sure. We need to disagree so that we can understand our differences right. and get our strengths. And, you know, so they're not, you know, no conflict and we won't have this problem. Conflict, if it's not dealt with in a healthy way is just going to explode right so there's these immediate things we have to do these short-term things and then these longer-term things like you know eating an apple every day makes you healthy but you can't say that that apple on that day is the one that made you not have cancer or whatever so prevention is a hard one but so is intervention right because if you got to get between a couple people with guns you know that's that can be uh, tricky. I wouldn't know what to do in that situation, you know, and that's why I have to make sure I tip my hat, like, because uh, I'm I'm a I'm a boots to the ground kind of guy, you know. I'm like an on the streets guy, and there's a skill set, an intelligence, an aptitude, and a knowledge that that position has that you can't get from anywhere else other than being in that position. And many times, uh, I think that position is overrated. So I do, I want to give a shout out to them, but I'm also, I'm going to give a shout out to any single person 
that is spending any energy trying to change what they are doing and their community is doing to solve this problem because it is going to take a village to make this happen. And I think that all of us need to get together and quit bickering about the little things because somebody's going to get shot sometime soon if the pattern continues and our bickering made it worse, makes it worse and ain't doing nothing to move us forward. Just to put a spotlight on somebody else, because you said uh, anyone doing the work. Uh, the first person that came to my mind after hearing you say that is uh, Mila Lin, you know, mm -hmm. and she's addressing that subject matter in the way that she best knows how to, like through art. You know, she creates art. She puts it, she creates art of these people. She creates art that she puts in the spaces where these people are to try and influence them. And when I say these people, I'm saying specifically the individuals who we know are really affected by gun violence, you know. Um, and I don't see many people attacking the conversation from that angle. So right. I just think that's really interesting. And to her credit, like she uh, is very consistent with it, right? And she's been saying like the same thing for a long time now. Which is also something similar to like the village, you know. It's to maybe like we've been saying this every day. Yeah, you know. So I like that because we have to change our culture, and culture is our art, our history, our stories, our uh, all of those things. So to represent it is super important, and and I like you know. I like what a lot of the artist groups are doing in the community and trying to kind of get this renaissance of art going again. Uh, sometimes it feels a little forced to me. Sometimes I, I guess that might be needed, uh, but just art, music, culture, all the things you want to associate with that, please support that because it is, you know, what are we looking at? Are we looking at blight and poverty or are we looking at, you know, artistic expression, what we could be, these hopes and these dreams and all of that. So always loving what you're doing. Um, what I, I want to get out of your way a little bit. What what do you want to talk about that I'm not asking you? I want to talk about these hoodies that I made <laughs> um, because they're on sale and my wonderful, gracious printer at alt printing i might have to have a conversation with it because technically the sale ended yesterday but i checked this morning and the link is still live the link is in my bio as well as on my facebook page for land art bus um and if you want to purchase a hoodie you still can um i don't think that I sold you yet or asked you to purchase one. So I did want to let you know that I would appreciate your support because when I look at the list of people who purchase and I read the names of people that I know, it just feels so good. But it's sales and I won't get a sale if I don't ask. We talk about fine tuning and refining the business in order to accomplish some of the goals that I want to next year. I have to sell a lot more. And as a business, I need to figure out if that's easy for me to do, do it. If it's not easy for you to do, figure out what you need to do in order to make it easier because your business is not going to grow 
if you don't attack this specific area. So one of those can be a sales. Also, if I didn't get a sale from you, right? Because the act of selling is really just about repetition. It's not even about an outcome. It's just about being able to say, I sold X amount of times today. And then you're a math guy, right? Letting the probability take over. The more people that I sold to, the more likely I am to make sales. Doesn't matter who they are, right? But if I didn't make a sale from you, I would still want to talk to you about these hoodies because you and this place have been a special place to me in my screen printing career. I talk with you about my business all the time, but there's also natural synergy between what I've got going on um, every damn day and kind of some of the mentality that I have behind this hoodie, right? I've, it's, it says, Give us this, man. Show it, says, uh, it, says, it says daily bread, and it's, it's an internal conversation about a lot of things, but one of the things is mainly what do you do daily to sustain yourself? And that is monetarily. So the idea of like, what would it be like to make money every day? But then also, what are you doing to sustain yourself like emotionally or the things that don't deal with money? So it's about sustainability. Um, but then it is about this conversation where I have with myself that the things that I do every day determine my success. So when I tip my hat to you about doing the show every day for a year like that's what success is it's doing whatever you need to do every day consistently it's not about what it is it's about your consistency and your commitment and over the long haul you will eventually succeed there's rates and paces at which you can move that will determine how long it takes you but it's not about that it's about doing whatever every single day so your every damn day my daily bread, the fact that I am still selling these hoodies, the fact that I like to talk business with you, um, yeah, the fact that I wanted to be the last from season one and the first from season two when you asked me to be on the show, it just seemed like it would be a great conversation. Is it? Oh, yeah. All right. Oh, yeah. So uh, I got, I, or Shannon put up, uh, uh, Land Art Bus uh, Facebook page there, so people can go to that and order hoodies. Anything yeah. else uh, they can right, order? Right now, I just have this hoodie. I actually shared this conversation on my page, and in the body of the comment, it has the link to the pre-order. Okay. So they go purchase their uh, hoodie, and then we'll start shipping them out at the beginning of this next business week. So it's not really a lot of time, but Again, if there's an opportunity to make a sale, you should go and do that. And then I get to hang out with Jerry and talk some entrepreneurship, some community development, and have a good time. And start the season off right, man. I'm just here. I'm here to bless the first episode. Let me feel this, man. Is this off? Oh, yeah. You know? All right. I'll order one. All right. All right. I'll order okay. one. I'll take care of that today. I, I actually uh, feel embarrassed that... Uh, I haven't taken care because you. I told you I really love that when you but walked I, up on the porch a few weeks ago. But I don't think that I asked you to make the purchase. Well, right? thank you for asking. Right, and that's right? what I'm saying. It's the whole thing of like uh, when I, because it's a real contemplative time. Mm -hmm. December, January. This is when we look to the past and we look to the future. We really want to, and myself, retool some specific areas about like I'm really serious about cultivating and growing.
business. So we look at our strengths, we look at our weaknesses, we look at the six-month plan and what we want to do. One of the areas that I want to grow in is just like it or not, I have no problem selling other people. That's actually my business. That's what I do. But I need to sell my business as well. So just an um, just an exercise to yeah. do that, right? We got a lot to talk about, but we won't talk about it here right now. No, what's next because, on your list? You, well, you opened it up for me a little bit, but I know you got some points that you wanted to make sure you got to. Well, we're gonna we're gonna try to keep the show at about thirty minutes this year, um, as opposed to the other. But I also want to see what I'm missing and what. Uh, so I want to open up that space a little yeah. bit better for people. Well, thank you for and, asking because I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have said uh, it. I would have forgot it. I think from a brand perspective the things that you say, the things you support, the way that you're looking at the problems in our community make me really excited to support you. So when I look at, should I give $50 to the United Way or should I spend 50, I don't know how much these sweatshirts are, but 50 bucks. Oh, all right. Um, $50 on a sweatshirt. Spending a $50 on the sweatshirt, one, gives me something I can represent with, but it also supports somebody who has a way of looking at the things that we really need to have in our community and we need to anchor you and let's trap these dollars right so i'm definitely going to use that as a slogan let's trap these dollars so spend 50 bucks here and don't spend 50 bucks out with you know sending that jackass to space or whatever right i'm just here i'm just here to i'm just here to sell man so my last question i think We'll see how it goes because it's episode one, so we can kind of have a long, stretched out one. Yeah. Um, what's something you're you've overcome that you want to tell us about, or that you're currently going through that that struggle to overcome? Mm. And I know the list is probably seventy-five long. Oh man, it's so <laughs> seventy-five pages, not items. Um, Okay, so there are there's a project that I worked on last year that left a bitter taste in my mouth because ultimately I wasn't pleased with my performance and I've really been dissecting that and working on completing the project, but it's so difficult because it shows me, every time I go to work on this project, it shows me my weaknesses. And what I'm working to overcome is the sensation to put things like that back on the shelf, Mm. right? That's a long-winded way, but I needed to get there. Like, that's really what I'm working to overcome now. When I'm confronted with situations that show my weaknesses, because I'm so used to being strong, I just put those situations away, historically speaking. So right now, something I'm working to overcome is dealing with that. And that project is a great exercise because I'll work on it and I'll want to stop. And I'll be like, no, man, in order to complete this project, you have to do that. And if you don't do that, you will not complete this project and it will become yet another thing you just put away on the shelf and I don't want that to be I don't want that to be a habit so that's what I'm working to you know I like it (laughs) I like it a lot 
Hey, do you mind if I pop up a question from Stefan? Sure. He said, uh, uh, when's his new music coming? Stefan or Steven? Stefan. Stefan, when's the cat that's here from yeah, the yeah. studio? When is his new music coming? When's your new music coming? Oh, man. All right, so I'm trying to trap myself into accomplishing this idea I have in my head. Oh, let's talk about this. Okay, okay. You know, in November, oh, October, Inktober, artists draw every day, right? My friend Steven, that's why I asked, Stefan or Steven? My friend Steven, who Stefan knows, was inspired by Mila and Tori and KT and Tina who are local artists, Tories from Detroit, but they did a combination. I think every single person you listed was on the show. Good. So yeah, so you know, uh, Stephen was inspired by their works and Stephen flipped the everyday concept and he wrote a song every day. Mm -hmm. So I told myself that I was going to make music every day in December. And I started off strong but I did not make music every damn day. And I wasn't consistent in my daily bread, but I did produce some music. Uh, and I use the term produce very lightly. What I did was- Oh, listen. you don't have to explain to no, me no, if no, you no. heard I, my shit. I heard songs from people that I like, and then I wrote lyrics to them. That's what I did. Oh, all right. Um, so I'm figuring out some way to share that. And I'm just, that's where I'm at with that. That's Stephen, where he's at. I'm Stephane. trying to figure out how to do it, but I got to do something January 12th. That's what I can say. I don't know what I'm going to do on January 12th, but I'm going to do something on January 12th. All right. So uh, it's kind of at the end of where I was thinking. How do you think we should end the shows for 2022? You got any ideas? How should you end the show for 2022? I, with my Daily Bread campaign, am thinking about how I can encourage people to do something every day, but not by asking them what they do, not by modeling what I do every day. But I think one way that you could end the show is asking people what do they do every damn day to blah, 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 blah. You know, what do you do every damn day to change your community? What do you do every damn day to attack poverty? I don't know. But leave them with a call to action and get interacting with you. Whether they can send you a message or they can send a video or they can show what they do and share it. And then you can build this big database of what people in the city are doing every damn day to XYZ. So do a call out to these guys mm -hmm. and ask them. Ask your community, like, what, what are they doing? Share it with me. I'd love to hear because. I haven't heard you say that, but I know that those things that I just said are true. I know that if people in your community share with you what they did every day, you'd like to know that. All right. I love that. All of you out there, I don't know how you want to do it. You can do a video. You can do just a comment or whatever. But tell us what you're doing every damn day. And I don't even care what it is right now. I'm You'll be smoke weed every damn day. Um, but tell us something you're doing every damn day. And if it's... Uh, you know, you want to expound on it, make a video or whatever, and tell me something you're doing every damn day. Okay. I told myself today 
that I am going to write something every day. That's I'm not sure what I'm going to write, but I need to write every day. And shout out to KT because he was part of the inspiration for that. Yeah. But yeah, I need to write every day. I need to analyze the, my thought. The conscious poet. Yeah. Right? The, yeah. Uh, yeah is, KT, did I say that no, right? No, no, he changed it to uh, the conscious creative. Oh, okay. All right. So Sorry, KT. With the K. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, man. No, for real. Thanks for having me on this first episode. Really excited about this programming. Uh, Lansing School District. I'm just saying, like, watch out. You know what I'm saying? Lansing, Everett, Lansing Sexton, Lansing Eastern. We're coming for your kids. We're going to make them entrepreneurial. We're going to hope to make a spark to make them identify the need to be creative problem solvers in whatever aspect that is. You know? Thank you, Superintendent. Thank you, CISO. Oh, man. My pleasure. We need a lot of CISOs in this town. And I'll, I'll make a call out to all of you. Get involved. We need you. We need every single one of you, no matter what you're left, right, black, white, whatever, however you want to identify, whatever. We need every single one of you, even if we don't agree with you, even if we don't like each other. We all need to come together and start looking at these kids in the eye and telling them we're here for you. We can do something for you. So go mentor, go get involved, go, you know, donating's great. Go get on the ground and go look in these people's faces and these kids that need us and make this connection that is so, so very important. And CISO, thanks for making connections. All right, y'all. We love you. That's a wrap for season two, episode one. Perfect. Got him. Got him. Give us our day, our Here's daily bread. Teach us how to make this dope. Peace. Oh.